Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at Fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Hello and welcome to Money Girl, a podcast that helps you master your money so you can live rich and love the journey. My name is Laura Adams. I'm a personal finance expert and award-winning author of several books, including Money Girl, Smart Moves to Grow Rich. You can learn more about me at lauradadams.com. We all make costly spending mistakes that end up hurting our finances. You know what I'm talking about. It could be overspending on shoes. That's something I've struggled with for decades. Electronic gadgets, dinners out, overbuying with coupons, or never shopping around for better deals. No matter your budget, it's important to understand how and why you're making spending mistakes and to be conscious of them every day so you can steer clear and save more money. That's exactly what we're going to talk about today. Today, I'm going to interview a money-saving expert. Her name is Andrea Warrock. She's got some great tips to face your bad habits and take control of your spending. Her advice has been featured in top news outlets like Good Morning America, Today, CNN, Dr. Oz, New York Times, Money Magazine, Consumer Reports, Forbes, and many more. Andrea gave me seven tips for the blog, but we actually only had time to cover five of them in our conversation. So for the full list of tips and the resources that we discuss, be sure to visit the Money Girl section at quickanddirtytips.com. Just look for episode number 438, called Avoid Seven Spending Mistakes and Save More Money. That's also where you'll find the complete archive of podcasts that are not in the current feed in iTunes or on your podcast app, which only show the 25 most current episodes. I get a lot of questions about that. People want to know where are the rest of the shows. You've got to go to the Money Girls section at quickanddirtytips.com. Another way to make sure that you stay up to date with all the current shows is to get on my email list. I send out a notification every week when a new show is published, and I give you links to the blog post and the audio. You can sign up for that at lauradadams.com. Now, here's my interview with Andrea. Andrea, thanks so much for joining me on Money Girl. Well, thank you for having me on. I got your email pitch about common spending mistakes, and I thought these were terrific. So what I want to do is go through five spending mistakes and talk a little bit about why you think people are really messing up with these, and then maybe any personal advice you can give for us. I love your first one. It's called spaving. Tell us what that is. 
Yes, of course. Well, first of all, I was focusing on these spending mistakes because I know a lot of people in the new year want to save more money. Um, and so I thought focusing on some of these spending mistakes may be able to help those consumers who are trying to become more financially responsible this year to figure out what they do in their everyday buying and how that may affect their finances. So with spaving, it's something that I've done in the past and it's something that I've had to become more aware of. It's the act of spending more to save more. Now, if you have to spend more to save more, you're not really saving. But retailers are really good at making these marketing and advertisements that make you entice you to spend more. So there could be, you know, these deals offered for 10 off 50 or 20 off 100 or buy two sweaters, get one free. But at the end of the day, if you didn't need that extra sweater, then spending the extra 10, 20, or $30, whatever it was, is still a waste of money, even though you got something for free. So it's really important to focus on what you need and not be influenced by what retailers are promoting and all those, you know, they're constantly bombarding us with in-store ads, ads on TV, on the radio, wherever you're looking on the internet um, that can cause you to spend. So just being aware of those buy more, save more tactics and not falling for them. Yeah, it is really easy to fall for it. And I think you hit on it. If you don't need the item, don't spend more. You know, it's something that we've got to be conscious of because if you truly are going to use that product, you know, let's say it's, uh, you know, lotion for your face or, you know, some kind of product like a shampoo, something that you really know that you are going to use and you are going to get a discount by buying two instead of one, I think that's great. But if you don't need the product or if you're just sort of hoarding, that may really lead you down a bad path. And they're kind of, there are people I call overbuyers and they're underbuyers. And I think the overbuyers are really very likely to fall into this pitfall of spending more to save. So, if it's if it's strategic for you and it really will save you money, awesome, go for it. But you got to be honest with yourself. And if it's not something that you would buy ordinarily, put the brakes on it. So that's a great one. I love that term, spaving. I'm going to use that from now on. <laughs> <laughs> and so the second tip that you've got is paying full price. And I hate paying full price. So Right? Who doesn't? I, I um, uh, yeah, I want to know what are your best tips for avoiding paying full price? Right. And this one may seem a little bit obvious, but I still see so many consumers, I have friends and family that continue to pay full price. In today's world, when it seems like bargains are everywhere, retailers know that cons- today's consumers need a sale. They need to find savings in order to draw in order to make a purchase. And because of that, more and more stores and even high-end stores, including Nordstrom's and Bloomingdale's, those stores as well are not only offering sales, but you'll find coupons and lots of other opportunities to save money. So if you're paying full price without comparing first and doing all the all your research and homework to make sure that there are no other cheaper options out there, then you really are possibly and most likely overpaying. So my first 
most important tip is to run a quick comparison. It doesn't take much time. Chances are whatever you're buying doesn't have to happen that urgently anyway. So take a moment to run a Google search. You can use price comparison sites like pricegrabber.com. Uh, there's even in-store price comparison apps like Shop Savvy, where you literally take a picture of the barcode and it provides you with a list of other stores that are selling that same item. And if it's offered for less, you may even have an opportunity to get that retailer to price match the lower price. So that's a really nice app to use. And then beyond just comparing prices, now look for those added deals. Some people say, why don't why do retailers even offer coupons? Why don't they just offer the sale on all their products? Well, it's the retailer strategy to maximize their profits. And they're going to offer coupons to get the people who are looking for sales to shop. But then those other consumers who don't typically look for coupons, they're still going to make more money on the full price from them. So those coupons are out there. You can use apps like Coupon Sherpa. They offer mobile coupons for hundreds of different stores. I'm talking Pottery Barn, Macy's, Dick Sporting Goods. They even have restaurant coupons. Um, Target has a cartwheel app, so you can save extra on in-store sales and clearance items. Um, and then even if you're shopping online, if you see a promo code at checkout, that should be a red flag. Stop your online purchase and run a quick Google search with the retailer's name and the term coupon code. And you're likely to find a deal out there. You could find free shipping coupons from freeshipping.org. And there's even an opportunity to get money back through rebate sites like Ebates. I love Ebates. I never shop online without going to Ebates first. Yeah, I mean, it's just checking for a few minutes at some of these different sites or apps can result in a lot of money saved. And depending on how big your purchase is, say a new TV or an appliance, you're looking at possibly hundreds of dollars in savings. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds, thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magic Write is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. Canva. 
Okay, your third tip is not to make emotional purchases. And this is something that, you know, we're not necessarily conscious of a lot of times. You go out, maybe you're had a bad day, you're in a bad mood, you just had a fight with somebody, a friend or a spouse. It really can affect the way you buy. So, Andrea, how do you, you know, how do you help consumers? What advice do you have for them to put the brakes on and and really stop spending before you make some mistakes when you're not in the best emotional state of mind? Right. Well, uh, you know, and you explained it well. And then there are some other feelings that may drive purchases aside from just feeling down or sad. You may feel really good. Maybe you got a raise at at work or you got a new writing gig, whatever it is in your career, you might feel really good and then go out shopping because of it. I've even caught myself doing that. I think I was coming off of a Today Show appearance. I felt really good. And I was walking by a store. I walked in and bought a necklace. And then I realized right after that, wow, I didn't need that. I just bought that because I was feeling really good. So, you know, your emotions, whatever they may be, can trigger shopping. It could even be boredom. You have nothing to do. You're sitting on your couch and you have a your app out, uh, your favorite retailer app, you're looking and you make a quick purchase. So, you know, just being aware that your emotions can trigger spending is really important and identifying which ones really affect you the most is going to help you just be aware of it. Um, And so ultimately, it's all about creating better habits and breaking the bad ones. So instead of going shopping when you're feeling blue or when you're feeling really good, do something else to clear your mind. You can go for a run, call up one of your favorite girlfriends who you haven't spoken to in months and just have a quick catch-up call or grab a cup of coffee with a friend. Uh, You know, you can find different ways to reward yourself um, or different ways to make yourself feel better that don't cost any money. Absolutely. And you said another thing too, boredom. I think a lot of people shop out of boredom or shop because they just don't know what else to do on a Saturday. And I always tell people, do not put yourself in situations where you're likely to spend. You know, if going to the mall always means that you're going to come home with something in a shopping bag, don't just go to the mall mindlessly. You know, really be aware of how you spend your time, what you're thinking about. If you put your yourself in that environment of, you know, material goods and beautiful things and shopping, you're just going to be more likely to buy something that you probably don't need. So don't put yourself in situations where you're likely to be tempted in the first place. Exactly. And, you know, you hear so many um, stories of people, friends, family that just go to the mall on the weekend. That's, that's the way they like to spend their time together. And that just seems like you're putting yourself, like you said, in that position to likely spend money that you weren't supposed to in the first place. Um, and, you know, aside from just emotional purchases, just finding other triggers, like you mentioned, not going to the mall to beat boredom. Or if every time you walk into Target, this is something that I realize, I always end up walking past, you know, the inexpensive clothing, picking up a blouse and spending an extra $20 I didn't need to spend. And so I found that I'm better off not shopping at Target. And over time, I've broken that habit. And now I can go in and just totally walk past that clothing section and not feel 
even uh, a little bit of, you know, temptation there. Yeah, that's great. And then another one of your tips is to really be aware of those retail store credit cards. You know, when you are in a store, and this is one of the reasons why I do more shopping online than I do in local stores, is because many times they're offering you these promotions, they're offering you these cards. It's like, okay, you know, who wouldn't want to spend or who wouldn't want to save 10 or 20% on your purchase? It sounds like a no brainer. But these store cards are really not necessarily the best thing for your credit or for your financial situation. Now, if you shop at a store regularly, you know, let's say you're just a, a you know, an avid Banana Republic fan and you shop there a lot, you might actually get some savings and some good discounts by getting a Banana Republic Visa card. But what happens is when we hear these offers from people in retail stores and you just kind of like on an impulse Pulse sign up for these cards. In most cases, we regret it. I hear a lot from a lot of listeners who will say, oh my gosh, I came home and I signed up for this card and now I realized I don't want it and, and what should I do? And I'll tell you that if you do sign up for a card that you don't want, you really should just cancel it right away. You know, once you pay pay for it and cancel it quickly, it's not going to be um, that much of a ding on your credit. Um, if you keep a card for a long period of time, and if you've got a high credit limit on that card, it can hurt you to close it. But if you open a card and then, you know, it's a week or two later and you go, you know, I, I just really made a mistake. I shouldn't have got it. I would say, go ahead and close it. You know, you're not going to do that much uh, damage to your credit. But the bottom line, line is don't put yourself in a situation where you're tempted to begin with. Just know the sales clerk is trained to offer you the card. That's their job. And so you just need to understand that that it's your job as the consumer to push back and not fall prey to all of the sort of traps that they're trying to get you in to spend more at the store. Right. Yes. And, um, and a lot and the reason why they push those cards, obviously, they know, you know, when you sign up for a new card and you're getting that instant discount, chances are you're going to want to take more opportunities to save more on the items that are available. So you apply, you probably will pick up a few extra items because you want to really maximize that one-time discount. And they also know that when you use a store card or anytime you use a credit card, you always buy more than you really need or you can afford because it's like virtual money. It doesn't seem real. And you don't really see the consequences or feel them right away because the money isn't leaving your bank account instantly. So that's the issue with these cards. And like you said, requesting new lines of credit does down, ding your score. And if you are in the process of purchasing a house or planning to in the next year or even trying to get a car loan, your credit score is going to be really important to make sure you get the best interest rate. Yeah, so don't put that credit score in jeopardy. And then the last tip you've got, which I have to tell you is something I struggle with, is not signing up for retail newsletters. And when you shop online, they've got your email address, right? So all of a sudden, you're getting all these these newsletters with discounts and promotions. And it can be really tempting. Again, it's sort of like the spaving. You, you know, you get all of these opportunities to buy more by saving more. And in a lot of cases, that's just really counterproductive. So what I do is try to unsubscribe from those retail newsletters as quickly as I can. You know, unless I'm getting some good value out of it, I just go ahead and delete it 
unsubscribe, get rid of that temptation. Yes, and that's a really good strategy. Um, it seems like a good tactic to sign up to these retail newsletters so you stay on top of the coupons and the deals or sales that they're offering. But like you said as well, it leads to a lot of unnecessary temptation. And it's also distracting, especially if it's going into your email at work um, or even if you're getting pop-up notifications on your phone. Um, and that's going to lead to those impulse purchases. So another idea may be to also create a separate email account. I actually have a separate email account where I get retail newsletters. And I also send all of my digital receipts to this email as well. So I organize all my shopping and online purchases in one place. So it makes it easier to sort. And then when I am at the store or shopping online, I open up that account and I'll type in the retailer and see if there were any coupons in my email. Um, but of course, unsubscribing is a good strategy. So you're not tempted. And what you could do in replace of that is search retailers, Facebook or Twitter feeds to see if they're offering any deals at the moment. They post a lot of their sales and coupons there as well. Awesome. Andrea, tell folks where they can learn more about you. Of course. Well, you can find me at andreawarak.com where I post a lot of my savings tips and recent videos. And then I'm on Facebook and Twitter. Again, Andrea Warak, really easy to find me. Awesome. Love your tips. Thank you so much for joining me today. Well, I was really happy to join you and thank you as well. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Andrea and can take away at least one or two tips to help you avoid spending temptations and mistakes that you might be making. Before we go, I want to thank everyone who submitted five-star reviews of the show in iTunes. KU King 12 says, This podcast is very helpful for those wanting to get control of their finances or who just need a refresher. It's great for learning new terms and staying updated on new laws that could affect your personal and business finances. Laura does a great job explaining each concept to make sure it's easy to understand. KU King 12, thank you so much. That's terrific. If you're enjoying the show, let me and other people know by taking the time to share it with a friend or by submitting a really quick review in iTunes. When you do that, it helps the show stay visible so more people can find us and stay inspired to live their best financial lives. And if you have a money question or just want to keep the conversation going, the best options to reach me are, number one, to send me an email using the contact page at lauradadams.com. And the other way is to join my private Facebook group. It's called Dominate Your Dollars. It's filled with like-minded people who are reaching for and accomplishing big financial goals, just like you. To request your invitation to the group, visit Dominate Your Dollars on Facebook, or you can send me a text message right now for immediate access. Just text DOLLARS, it's D-O-L-L-A-R-S, just that one word, to the number 33444. I hope to see you in the group. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week, courtesy of Money Girl, your guide to a richer life. (laughs) 
dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.